was talking to a couple of girlfriends the other day and they were saying that they have an ick. And an ick is just something that grosses you out about your partner or a friend or a guy or whoever you're you're checking out. If they do that one thing, then you're ugh, you just are ick about it. And by and large, one of the biggest icks that they had was when they see their partner eating a gummy vitamin or having to plug their nose when they eat something. And I couldn't agree more. Introducing Healthy Cell, your new absolute favorite liposomal vitamin. So did you know that more than 240 million Americans are taking supplements in a pill form, but nutrient absorption means that the promised results that they're promised are rarely achieved. So nutrients in pill form, uh, they actually have particles that are about 10 to 100 percent too big to absorb, which means that they kind of go out like fine sand that are left in your gut. In addition, 40% of Americans have trouble swallowing pills, which hello, ick. Healthy Cell is an advanced nutrition company that uses clinically proven patent pending ingestible gel technology to deliver nutrients to people and they can absorb the results and measure every type of result that they're getting in a pill-free, more natural experience. It's a breakthrough technology system that releases extremely small, soluble, ultra-bioavailable nutrient particles into your digestive tract where they can actually be absorbed. So they have these clinical microgel types of uh, packets that I'm absolutely obsessed with. I have been using the vegan essentials as well as the bioactive multi. So in the vegan essentials, I really like it because I don't eat a lot of animal proteins all the time. And so there are some gaps in my diet that I need to fill in. So it has things like vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, E, K, B, niacin, folate. And that is something that I think is super, super important. It also has minerals, which we're not always getting. So we have chromium, magnesium, which we are all deficient in selenium, zinc, magnesium, citrate, iodine, and iron. Especially if you're like me, a little bit iron deficient, you will love this. Healthy Cell is offering all Hotter Than Health listeners a better way to consume their nutrition and their multivitamin. So you can go to healthycell.com backslash hotter for 20% off of your first purchase. Again, I use the bioactive multis. I also sometimes use the REM sleep if I know that I have to get to bed. I've used the REM sleep cycle vitamins while I've been traveling. They are a game changer. It doesn't make you groggy, but it helps you stay asleep, but without heavy drugs or melatonin. Again, you can go to healthycell.com backslash hotter and use the code hotter for 20% off of your first purchase. I love this. They taste amazing. They feel amazing. They won't give you the ick and they're easy to travel with. You cannot go wrong. Check out healthycell.com backslash hotter. Thank you so much, Healthy Cell, for sponsoring today's episode. Yeah. Welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. 
something to say. I have something to say to all of you listening. I'm 30. 30 years old, feeling great. Now, let me tell you something. In the past couple of months, I know I mentioned I had a whole episode on this called Your Free- Your Future Self Will Thank You and good feedback on that one. So thank you very much. It sounds like you all love to hear about what's going on in life, which is wild to me that anybody cares, but I appreciate it so much. And so I'm going to keep going. I talked about that last week that you listen to your gut and the more you listen to your gut, the more that life and your the universe will lead you into where you're supposed to be authentically if you rely on your gut instinct. And again, if you're not sure what the gut instinct is, it is that feeling that you get that you really cannot describe, but it's just a feeling. Hey, I got a weird feeling about this person. They treat... They haven't done anything to you particularly, but you get that snake vibe. You don't feel good about it. They're like a snake in the grass. You just, you just know it's going to happen. And then boom, two weeks later, they've, you know, had sex with your boyfriend, your best friend's boyfriend. It's just not a vibe. That's your gut feeling. That's your gut instinct. And you don't always have to be able to define it. And I have been doing apartment searching and trying to figure out what I want to do because I want to buy something in the next year. But I found this amazing space. I signed a lease, felt really great about it. And I was really solid in my decision. No questions, feeling really good. And then last week, a a privately owned, beautiful one bedroom apartment that I had been looking at reached back out to me and said, hey, we have availability. I said, this has got to be too good to be true. They said, hey, we'd love to have you come tour it today. It just opened up, privately owned. You don't have to deal with a bunch of, you know, leasing agents and complexes and all of these different sub fees that you get when you're a part of a larger complex. And I thought, okay, there's no way that this is like, this has got to be fate. But there was something that made me realize, why would I even go tour this place when I feel good about the place that I have already signed a lease with? And just for reference, I haven't, I hadn't paid a first month's rent at the other place. I hadn't done anything. I hadn't, I wasn't going to lose a bunch of money if I pulled out of that contract. Skip to the next, a day or two later when I am touring this amazing apartment. It's bright. It's airy. The address is my birthday, which I thought, of course, this is mine. This is as good as mine. I'm touring the apartment. I'm getting so much more value for my money. It's in this insane part. I mean, it was a perfect apartment. Couldn't, couldn't have painted a better apartment. But then I realized, I asked some questions about the landlord and I, I said, hey, what, what is the landlord like? Uh, who will I be dealing with? Why have tenants in the past left? Asking all the questions you would ask typically. She doesn't have much to tell me other than once in a while, the landlord will come in and shower. I said, huh. She said, yeah, he lives about 30 minutes away. So sometimes he just pops in and showers. I said, that's, there's zero furniture. There's not toilet paper. There's not anything in the house. So he just comes in, I guess, brings a towel and then leaves. Whatever, do your thing. It's your place. And I said, what else? And they said, well, sometimes they have family in town and they put tents in here. And they just let their family stay for extended periods of time. I said, oh, tents, like camping tents. 
to me, that's like an inside umbrella. I feel like tents don't belong inside. It's like an umbrella inside. It's bad luck. That, that's just the, the vibe I got. And I kept thinking, huh, okay. And then, which, it, it, you know, these were not red flags. This is not alarming to me. I was still in La La Land thinking, oh my gosh, I'm paying the exact same amount, getting 300 more square feet. Things are good. All is, all is well. But all the while, I remember thinking to myself, is this too good to be true? Have I felt a gut instinct? And if you know anything about human design and you're one of those woo-woo people that's like, oh, what time were you born? And you figure out if you're a projector or a manifester, I'm a projector. And as a splenic projector, which means your gut instinct comes from the spleen, you're, they say for projectors, splenic projectors, that your intuition will whisper once. Meaning you don't have this overwhelming, looming feeling of your gut response just hanging out with you all the time when you're making a decision. It's something that happens in the instant before you're about to make the decision. Then it sa- it basically says yes or no, and then it doesn't remind you again. And that's been my interpretation of it. And I remembered when I got the text from the real estate agent initially saying that this apartment was available again. I said, that's amazing, but I'm going to stick with what I have. I feel good about it. Nothing negative about the new apartment, but I just knew I feel good about the situation that I'm in. And so I reminded myself of that feeling. I get a text later on that afternoon. I had toured the apartment. I said, oh my God, this is my new space. I'm so happy. And the real estate agent says, hey, apparently they listed the apartment and they didn't tell me. So they set up one more tour and I'm pretty positive that this place is still yours, but formality, like legally we have to show the apartment to anyone interested. I said, okay, whatever, as long as you're pretty sure that, because I'm not talking to the real estate agent. I am just talking, or I'm not talking to the landlord. I'm only talking to the real estate agent. That was probably my first issue. I said, would you mind sending me his email so I can send over my application and send him a personal email? Hey, I would be a great tenant, X, Y, Z. And I just kept getting text after text after text saying that this guy was being wishy-washy. He was basically nickel and diming the other potential renter to ensure that he was getting the best bang for his buck, which I understand. If I owned a property and was getting monthly rent, then I would, you know, I would probably take the highest offer too. But there was something that was, I'm not saying everything that is right is easy because that is absolutely not fucking true at all. And I could tell you that for a thousand reasons. But there was something that said, I don't feel secure in this process. I felt like I was really, really reaching for it in a way that kind of felt like it wasn't meant for me. And and I know this is a little ambiguous and I know I'm giving you a bunch of details, but I there's something about the feeling that I had knowing that the decision that I made initially with the first apartment that I got, it was so close to my gym, close to Trader Joe's, walkable. There's, I mean, couldn't be happier at either place. And I know for a fact that I made the right decision because, I mean, not made the right decision because, listen to this, I got a text last night. Hey, I'm so sorry. This is from the real estate agent. Hey, I'm so sorry, but the landlord just texted me and said that essentially neither parties are able to get this this apartment because the landlord's wife broke her leg or her foot or something. 
and they're not going to end up leasing it out. And I said, so because they live 30 minutes away and they've broken their leg, neither party can take the, and I understand, you know, maybe, maybe they just have a lot going on. They don't want to deal with a lease and they don't want to deal with meeting someone new, whatever it is. It seemed volatile and it seemed unsure in all respects. And I think that I made the right decision because no matter what, I obviously know this new place that I'm going to be moving into is not my forever place, but there was something about that spot that made me think, if I move in here, I think I'm going to be dealing with a lot of shit from this landlord. This week's episode is brought to you by Organifi. You know that I love this brand, I trust this brand, and I fully integrate their products into my everyday life. And when I say I integrate their products into my everyday life, I mean that I ensure that I have either their protein in the morning in my coffee to make sure that I'm not crashing and craving and having crazy blood sugar spikes throughout the day, but I'm also starting my day with greens juice. I posted it in my story this morning on Instagram. I wake up, I'll have 32 ounces of room temperature water with a little bit of pink salt, followed by a glass of the greens juice. I I truly find that the mornings that I drink the greens juice, which is, I would say, 85% of my mornings, which I'm feeling pretty good about that. Any morning that I drink this greens juice, I like the green apple flavor, but they don't quite have it in the travel packs, but I'm hoping they will soon. I feel like I am craving less bullshit throughout the day. And I feel like I truly have a handle on not only my cravings, but my hydration. And it also makes you feel like you have your stuff together. Maybe you're having a chaotic morning. Maybe you are getting kids ready. Maybe you are rushing out to get to the gym or to work or you rolled out of bed and you feel like snuffleupagus. You don't feel great. Chug a glass of the greens juice. And not only are you getting adaptogens, which are really beneficial for your nervous system, you are also getting and filling in nutritional gaps that you may not be getting from your everyday diet. Maybe you're traveling a ton and you aren't eating salads. You're enjoying yourself. You're having a burger. You're having a grilled cheese and a beer, whatever. Having the Organifi Greens Juice is the best way to start your morning. And it by far, I get messages every single week. Hey, what's your code? Hey, what's your code? Listen up here. H-T-H. You can go to Organifi.com backslash H-T-H for 20% off. That applies to subscriptions. That applies to any of their products. And you can check out my favorites from the link in the bio. Again, it is Organifi.com backslash H-T-H. Help your nervous system out. Help your digestive system out and ensure that you are getting your nutrient gaps filled before you even start your day. Again, that is Organifi.com backslash H-T-H. I know you will love their products. Enjoy. Behold, his wife breaks his foot, breaks her foot or her leg, and they can no longer rent. So I can only imagine, what if some shit had happened? Oh, wow, we're pregnant with twins. Oh, we need to use this space. Oh, we have family moving into the country and we need to let them have this place. I feel like they would have booted me after six months for no good reason. I just have that feeling. So we'll never know. And the the moral of the story is that your gut instinct doesn't always have to be about a bad thing, but it can be about an initial good thing. And you're like, hey, it's a good thing. Don't fuck with it. To be completely honest with you, I have been 
teaching classes all day, not fitness classes, but public speaking classes all day long. And my brain is fried. My brain is fried. And that was just the first thing that I thought of because I'm sitting in the room that I'm staying in right now. And in, in the month of April, I am staying in more, I'm sorry, I am in different places more than I am in one place in April, meaning LA, Houston, Hawaii, feeling amazing about that, and then to Florida all in the same month, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm psyched. Also, I have gotten more messages in the past week about people who are inquiring about passports. Let me, I, I do not work for the government. I do not work for Homeland Security. I don't have any ins or any anything other than this. When I was having issues with my passport, I didn't expedite it like a dingus. I didn't expedite and it had been gone for approximately 13 weeks, which even on the high end of things, on the longer end of things, that is a long time. Typically, if you expedite, it's up to about six weeks, but even less sometimes. But right now, apparently, there's so many things going on. And I don't know for what reasons. Don't quote me on this. And if I'm an idiot for not knowing it, then just who gives a fuck? But there's apparently so much going on right now with passports that even expedited passports are taking nine weeks. So if you're going out of the country, what I did, okay, and oh my God, not that millions of people listen to this podcast, but enough people are dealing with passport issues that I do not say that I sent you. Do not fucking say that I sent you. And if you do, that's bad juju. Don't do it. Don't say, oh, Eliza got it done. It, it, I don't matter. Don't do that. I'm I'm not affiliated. What I did or what I would hypothetically do if I were hypothetically in this situation again and I needed to get out of the country and get my passport expedited or maybe I sent it in and it's still not back yet. Here's what I would do. I would call, if you're in South Carolina, if you're in Charleston, I would call Senator Lindsey Graham. This is not a political statement. This is just what I did. I called the senator's office and I left a message and I said, oh, a message. Wow. Nobody listens to voicemails. Five minutes later, I get a call back. They send me a quick form. I fill it out. Easy peasy. Bada bing. One and a half days later, I get my passport. It was the easiest process. You have to say that you have urgent travel. You call your senator's office, whatever state you're in, and let them know what the issue is. Give them your name. Be honest. Honey, you got to be honey on the phone, not vinegar. These people are not responding to bitter bitches. Be kind, be patient, and have all of your information ready. Your where you sent your passport in, when you sent it in, what you can go on to whatever passport.gov or something.gov to check on your case number if it's already out so that you have your case number with you, have everything that you need so that you can answer their questions and be a nice person. Be kind. And even if you're normally a bitch, be fake it, be a nice person and it will get you much further. Anyways, that's what I would do if you are struggling with passports, but you didn't come to this podcast to listen to me talk about how to expedite your passports because the strong majority of you all are not trying to hop on a plane to get out of the country. And if you did, you would have figured this out beforehand. And if you have trips coming out from out of the country, then maybe, maybe it's a good time to go look at your passport. Maybe it's a good time to go look at your passport. Anyways. We are 30 over here in Charlotte, 
single for the first time in a long time. This feels weird to say. I haven't really said that on the podcast yet, but it, it doesn't matter. Feeling good. Thing, life is moving in the right direction. Things are doing great. But what I have been noticing lately, and this is something I talked about on a couple other podcasts about protein. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just how much I've been working out or my hormones are feeling pretty in balance. I'm not craving it, but I've been thinking a lot about meat and it's a weird feeling to have. Never in my life or in the past eight, seven or eight years have I thought this much about meat. And I think that I'm getting to that point that I I know the best places to buy meat and eggs and seafood, that it's organic and wild and no hormones and free and it's a local, local meats. I'm getting to a point where if it wasn't for my moral compass aiming me in the direction of not massacring in mass amounts cows that I adore and seeing pictures of my niece, Belle, who is absolutely in love with cows, seeing she will hang out with baby cows at a farm, at a uh, sweet little dairy farm five minutes away from their house in Massachusetts. And I see her with these cows and I think, oh my gosh, she would, uh, this would ruin her if she knew that we were, people were slaughtering these cows. I think that right now, from a health perspective and from how much I'm working out and from what I understand of how shitty processed meat is for you, if it wasn't for my the humanitarian in me, I do think that I would be integrating meat in. And I said it. I said it. I think I'd be integrating meat back into my lifestyle. I still do a lot of seafood, but I'm thinking at this point, I'm like, fuck, am I doing so much seafood to compensate that it's worse for me? Because I know that not all seafood is made equally. And I know for a fact that I'm not out there getting all wild all the time. It doesn't work like that. You know, I'm doing protein shakes, lots of eggs. Honestly, I'm going to absolutely develop an allergy because I've been eating so many eggs. I love them. They're great. They are, they are such a vessel for different flavors and hot sauces. I'm a savory girl. I love them. But I have been working out so consistently and in such a... a strategic way that I feel like that could be a missing component but I don't want to just default and and do something that I don't morally believe in I'm really in a I'm in a struggle right here if you have felt this way and you understand where I'm coming from please let me know give me some words of wisdom I'm it would be one of those situations where when I go to Italy in June Maybe maybe that would be my first piece of meat in seven years. Maybe that's what I would do. I, I don't know where I'm at, but these are thoughts that I'm entertaining. I'm entertaining them. I can't lie. I'm not going to come on here and say, oh, only plant dominant. Because I am plant dominant. And even if I did eat meat, I would still be plant dominant. Because dominantly what I eat are plant-rich, nutrient-rich, dense foods. What a absolute shit show. Can you believe it? It's only been 20 minutes and I do love these mini episodes and I've been getting decent feedback on it and the downloads are, for some reason, y'all like these and I get it. They're bite-sized, they're digestible and it's just what it is. But I will say, something about this stage in my life has been making it real fun to be in the gym and I don't know if it's just all the men. Okay, the men in Charlotte, it's not even that 
about the way they look, but the quantity is wild. The ratios are out of this world. If you need a weekend away, Charlotte, not, and I'm not, I'm talking Charlotte, Uptown, Dilworth, South End, these areas, people are active. They're out, they're moving, they're waking up early, they're going to the gym, they're motivated, they're feeling good. And they're also just staying in their own lane. Nobody's worried about what you have going on, which is nice. Because when I was in Charleston, everywhere, and I'm, I'm sure it will end up being like this in Charlotte after being here for a while, but I c- you could not go anywhere without seeing what anyone you know, which is something that I absolutely adore about Charleston, but also something that I'm really jiving with in Charlotte. <sighs> well, next week I had to, next Thursday when you're hearing the episode, it will be pre-recorded because I'm heading to LA for a John Mayer solo acoustic tour and I am hype and I am making these impulsive decisions. We've got LA coming up and then as soon as we get back from LA, we're going to Houston. As soon as we get back from Houston, we go to Hawaii and then after Hawaii, we go to Florida and then we're back in Charlotte, baby. Cannot wait. Cannot fucking wait for summer in Charlotte. Concerts and baseball games, working out, feeling good and just enjoying time enjoying work, enjoying time, enjoying travel. I hope that this episode has brought you some type of value, whether it is from travel, whether it is a emotional connection that you have towards meat and farm animals. Let me know. Give us five stars on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and let us know what you think. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, Healthy Cell and Organify. I will talk to you all next Thursday. Yeah.